Hey guys, welcome back to Vertical Momentum. This is going to be amazing. Um, this gentleman that we're going to talk to, I've been watching probably for the last 20, 25 years, and I really admire him for what he's doing. Um, he has one of the best bodybuilding shows ever, hands down. Um, I've talked to several Mr. Olympias. They like to go over just to hang out and being around Mr. Sharu. So, brother, I just want to say thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Richard. And uh, I really appreciate your time. And uh, it's an honor to be on your show. And um, I appreciate the kind words and uh, you putting across uh, your YouTube channel for the American public. And uh, I'd love to be on your show today, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, first question is because we know you are a business owner and especially here in New Jersey. Um, our governor is not the greatest. And we were on lockdown for a while where all gyms were closed. So you had to become resilient. So what yeah. is your definition of resiliency? My definition of resilience is, you know, uh, just just taking the positive, positive thing out of any uh, obstacle or any, uh, you know, uh, unexpected circumstances and finding out a way how to maneuver the situation and emerge as a winner, you know. Uh, obviously, a lot of business owners got affected uh, during COVID, but uh, um, if you look from the business side, uh, not from the gym owner side, but from the show perspective, my our brand Shiru Classic has actually grown during the, you know, pandemic. The reason being when, when, when certain companies are struggling, you know, obviously they'll be out of business. That will also, you know, give you a chance to enter the market because you're thinking outside the box and uh, you have strategy different compared to any other group, uh, you know, at that particular situation. Because what happens is when we go through situations like that, uh, obviously there's, a, you know, some sort of, you know, unexpected situation in the market where people are scared to invest or take the money out. But at the same time, you know, if you have a vision, if you have a right approach, you can gain max out of it because uh, during COVID, a lot of promoters, you know, in the bodybuilding world, they didn't do the show and uh, obviously there were regulations, but I was mostly uh, concentrating in India, but our, our chairman, Mr. Jim Mannion, he gave me an opportunity to expand the expo part in NPC Nationals, uh, you know, in U.S. I, I saw that situation as one of the, you know, most interesting moment in my life. And whatever target we set up, uh, we have a proper plan of action. And we put up a expo, say, one week before Christmas. And in first year, we we, you know, turned out to be... Uh, one of the most successful event across the world because we were able to build an expo and get, uh, you know, customer base, which nobody was expecting. And this was around post-COVID and at the same time, one week before Christmas, when people were uh, having different priorities, either it's Christmas or they're out of money, but we, we were able to maneuver um, the situation and turn it into our favor, you know. And if I look at it, if that situation, if COVID didn't hit, I was spending a lot of time in India and I would not have been in the U.S. 
because of covid i was spending time here and because of that i got the opportunity and because i step into us market it opened doors for us in uk mexico italy as well you know i finished uh, our uh, shuru classic italy last week in uh, rome and two weeks before we finish our show in delhi where we have 170000 visitors in three days so wow. mostly like in india we putting 47 smaller shows two big shows and now uh, in mexico we doing seven shows in uk we entering market on 31st july 30th july um, you know we uh, finish show in italy uh, you know then uh, in february we did our show in colombia so we are present in six countries and uh, uh, we try to do right things and you know for me resilience is uh, you know taking the max out of situation if you think positive it positive result will happen now everybody says that you know um, los angeles venice beach california is the mecca of bodybuilding but i think that new jersey has some of the best gyms ever your gym signature fitness diamond gym strong yeah. and shapely they're all badasses yeah. so yeah. why did you decide to open up a gym in new jersey um you know i i i moved to us in 2008 um from london and uh first i was in staten island and then but um i start going to apollon gym in jersey yeah. one of the famous hardcore gyms as well yeah and i feel the different environment and people were more hardcore and athletes were more serious compared you know to new york city but uh, i also kind of got used to jersey vibe and um, i started looking to invest in gyms i was looking uh, to i was very close to buy out a gym in bronx but uh, you know that deal didn't go through but they say i mean you supposed to be at the place where it's written in your destiny so I got opportunity to buy a UFC gym, uh, which was Frankie Edgar's. Yeah. In uh, 2019, me and my cousin we bought over, and then uh, uh, you know it's a it's a beautiful facility in five acres, uh, with uh, almost uh, 35,000 square feet of uh, build-up area and parking of 200 cars. Um, so I saw that you know one of the amazing gyms with major opportunity. Uh, athletes who are very dedicated all mma uh, you know uh, athletes who are coming and training so we kind of change the entire atmosphere uh, from mma uh, you know we keep that we bought some arsenal strength and uh, hardcore equipment as well to attract all the bodybuilding crowd uh, because we saw in our area there wasn't any hardcore gym so we kind of uh, balance what ufc is providing plus we added up our brand so ufc shuru classic to get you know uh, more customer base and people in jersey they react to you know new things uh, pretty well and uh, i the the next step was to open a you know supplement store inside the gym and that turned out to be pretty nice so i saw that people were more serious uh, people are more hardcore and uh, you know as long as it make business sense you know i'm happy All right, so let me, you know, cuz like I used to go to the Arnold Classic every year and it seemed like the last 10 or 15 years I've seen a lot more Indian kids coming in. They love bodybuilding. They love, you know, I I remember when when um 
Lee Haney and Rich Gaspari would go to India. They would just mob them. They just love bodybuilding. Yep. So talk to us about how you became a bodybuilder and what attracted you to the scene. Um, I started my you know bodybuilding career at the age of 15 years and 10 months. I competed in my first show. My brother took me to a gym like almost when I turned 15 because I saw him uh, working out and growing and I was always curious to you know join but I was 14 years of age so my brother told me to wait till I'm a little more grown up uh, because back in India there wasn't any like proper gyms mostly hardcore old school gyms uh, you know working working out in say 90 degrees to 100 degrees even on summer days with no electricity and all that so i come from that era uh pretty hardcore but uh you know started my career uh from a, a local show at age of 15 years and 10 months i, I won that show i will i was always uh you know heavyweight uh very athletic guy because uh, i was playing cricket back in the days in my school days and then I joined gym and uh, from cricket, my interest went to the bodybuilding and I, every show I was entering, I was winning it. So that actually gave me more high and obviously I was looking good. I was uh, uh, getting a lot of attentions, either it's uh, school girls or anywhere else. So that also kind of motivated me as a teenager, you know. And then uh, the interesting thing was at almost 17 years, I won Junior Mr. India, I was selected to represent India in the junior Mr. Universe and um, junior Mr. Asia. I won the Mr. Asia. So further, uh, it motivated me. I got a lot of awards from the, the government as well. Then uh, at age of 18, I won Mr. India. And uh, from at the age of 19, I went to England uh, to do my master's. And in UK, I won a couple of shows. I turned pro as well uh, in 2002. But uh, after I turned pro, I had a severe injury in terms of my pec. So I toned my pec. So that was the uh, end of my career. Um, you know, I competed almost 10 years. Um, you know, won major shows across India and UK and many other places. Uh, so after that, you know, the thought of if I can't uh, be on the Olympia stage, I was uh, honest enough to myself saying that, Okay, if I can't do it with a torn pack, you know, uh, I don't want to waste uh, my effort. Let me build something which can help fellow Indians to achieve their goals to be at Olympia stage. So that's what led to the birth of Shiru Classic. You know. Okay, so now, you know, when you're going back to 15, 18 years old, you know, we all know I'm a big fan of Dorian Yates. I loved old school. I, you know, I love the HIT principles. But I also, I'm a big Lee Labrada fan. I love the way his body looked. So who were some of your influences when you first got started? Obviously, influence from, you know, the body and the shape of Arnold and uh, seeing him in the Hollywood movies was also, uh, was always motivating factor. But one of the best physiques which I have admired, you know, during my era was uh, Lee Haney. And uh, because... You know, Lee retired at the age of 31, you know, and that was commendable. And he's been one of the greatest Mr. Lumpia ever with the eight wins. And uh, obviously, 
post that i was uh, uh, admired by physics of uh, jay cutler during my era and uh, you know nasser al sanbati because yeah. nasser came to india yeah. and um, you know i was you know naturally a big guy like genetically and when i start competing uh, you know i went on to 252 pounds on stage back in the days and i was you know the biggest uh, indian bodybuilder ever during my era uh, but um, i've always been admired if i pick one person jay cutler is my all time favorite because he's been a great ambassador of the sport as well because uh, when we talk about athlete and their career you know uh, it it there's a representation of sport uh not only on the stage but off stage as well and he laid out foundation and you know uh, motivated so many athletes to actually tap into the avenues outside the bodybuilding world and uh, uh you know avenues to tap to make money even after the athletes retire either is launching a supplement brand or you know doing any merchandise deal doing a deal with the equipment brand so he kind of uh, opened the doors um you know from the entrepreneurship standpoint for an athlete so i've always admired jay cutler not only from his physique side but from his overall uh prospect and uh, him as a character you know yeah and you know i and i've met jay a couple of times i had we got privilege to talk to him a few times and he's such a smart guy you know he he ran his construction businesses the whole time that he was competing you know he was like one of the first people him and johnny jackson got you know were the first athletes ever to get signed to Muscle Tech back in the day. So he always had something going on and a lot of it, you know, a lot of guys that are bodybuilders once they leave the scene, they're never heard from again. Yeah. And and so and I think everybody you mentioned, Nasser, you know, you talk about, you know, um Lee all Henry. those guys, they had something here. They were they were very cerebral. you know they were very uh, thought like lebron had his own lines uh, lee haney had his thing going on with evander holyfield while he was comp- competing so you know a lot of those guys had were making money outside of bodybuilding cuz now bodybuilders they don't make anything anymore with social media right yep so i mean uh, the, you know social media is perceptive perceptive world i'll say you know you can put across what you want people to think um, but obviously if you have uh, you know you want to build your legacy uh, you need to have a legitimate business legitimate you know work ethics and uh, you know a, a strategy how to grow and evolve as a person and uh, make sure your business is also growing uh, back in the days there was no social media is only hard work hard work and hard work you know now things are much easier if you are uh, smart enough you with your hard work combined with the social media you can do wonders obviously the technology should be used uh, in order to scale the business uh, not to abuse and you know to put wrong perspective um, we do find you know people are so unhappy in day to day life but on social media they are portraying their most happiest person in the world so that's also uh, you know a bad or side effect of social media uh, my recommendation people should be 
you know as real as possible in order to stay happy and uh, there's no shortcut in life if you want to be successful you need to work hard day in day out and obviously the journey is uh, long it's not short journey you know? okay so before we have we, i want to talk about i want to talk about your injury and then when i want to talk about how you bounce back but i want to thank our sponsors as you guys know i love energy drinks i was with gnc for over 32 years and now i'm an old man i'm only allowed to have one drink a day so i have i choose physics zero zero sugar no crash tastes amazing so if you like energy drinks check out physics zero so now shuru tell me take me back to the to the, the day you injured yourself and did you know that your career was over at that point no not that time after that i went to see if you uh, you know uh, the doctors and i was advised the injury was uh, too severe because it was a total uh, tear and uh, from the both sides as well so uh, you know that time i thought that i should be able to recover but post 4 to 5 months i see that while i was recovering there's a huge gap and when i was hitting poses you know it wasn't looking so uh, one thing in my life i've been honest enough to myself am i able to do it yes if yes okay that's how what is going to take if realistically it's not possible i'm you know a man enough to admit and uh, you know realize that if i can't do it i won't waste time and that's what my approach in life has always been you know but at certain uh, you know points when i see that the whole world is against me and i know deep inside my heart i can make this work that time i'm you know one of the most stubborn person in the world who will not listen to anybody but uh, i mean this is a approach that led to be uh, you know uh, to certain level of success in life as well because i've been honest enough to myself that if i can't do it i can't if i'll do it i'll make sure i'll i'll get the job done right okay so now obviously when competing you're building relationships you know i be- i believe that because you are such a nice guy that you like building relationships and i'm sure that you had a few mentors when you first got into the bodybuilding industry like for me you know for guys talk about promotion you know jim lorimer you know mr manion chang you know people like that did did you actually when you started to become you know wanting to start promoting your own shows did you start finding mentors oh obviously i mean uh, without uh, you know right people you can't succeed um you know uh, going back in 2008 uh, 2007 me and my brother we were sitting at uh, vegas olympia and we were in the audiences and uh, discussing you know how we can take uh, the pro show to india and it was all about if these guys can do in us why can't we do in india but the challenge was there wasn't any health and fitness expo or a pro show ever not only in india but ever in asia so you know i was uh, invested in one of the supplement brands and because of that i was uh, you know sponsoring many uh, npc shows here in us so uh, you know i was in touch with uh, mr jim manion so um, me and my brother we met jim and we discussed how to take pro show and a pro league to india he was kindly uh, you know he was amazed by the idea and 
he goes to me, young man, are you sure you can do this? And that time I was, um, you know, 29, 30 years of 29 years of age. And uh, he goes, are you sure? I said, yes, sir. So uh, after extensive planning, we, we want to make sure that, you know, uh, we it shouldn't be like any other show. We should, uh, you know, put a statement out there that, uh, you know, we are here. So we planned to put a show one week after Olympia in order to get the best athletes. I have to do that. So Jim was kind enough to guide me that put a show there. And, you know, obviously the budget was uh, very high because our prize money was $250,000. And it was same Olympia lineup one week after Olympia. And uh, uh, we were almost at the same cash purse as Arnold Classic. And we have uh, we have uh, Phil Heath, we have Jay Cutler, we have, you know, uh, Kai Green, we have Tony uh, Freeman, we have... Uh, Victor Martinez, Dennis Wolf, all competing in my show in India. And uh, people were stunned to have, uh, you know, this Olympia lineup in India one week after Olympia. And uh, obviously, Jim, Jim mentored me how to get these athletes. Other mentor I have, and even till this date, he's my partners in many show. And also my mentor is Robin Chang. Robin has, uh, you know... Uh, been uh, running Olympia for 17 years and now he's vice president of IFBB Pro League International and uh, we just finished our show in Italy last week uh, before that I mean I work very closely uh, with uh, Jim and Robin and they both been my mentors uh, through my entire life and career uh, not only from the business angle but from you know you know day-to-day -day activities and emerging and evolving as a person as well so, um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of different personalities, you know, because especially just from the lineup that you mentioned, there was eight different personalities from, you know, from Mr. Martinez, you know, all the way to Mr. Wolf, you know. So how do you, when you were, you know, 29 years old and you're dealing with these guys that have been on stages in the Mr. Olympia, how was it dealing with them? And did you ever get a case of, because I know something, you know, like when I knew that I was going to have you on here, I felt that I wasn't worthy to have you on the show, you know, because you're such a great individual. And a lot of, you know, a lot of times we get people that like are, when they start out a new business, they get something called imposter syndrome, where, you know, they don't think that I'm worthy to, you know, have guys like you on the show or to, you know, maybe host your own you know, thing. So what was that like did, when you, when everybody came together, did you ever have a moment and just sit back and just say, wow. I did say, wow, it was a very emotional moment, but you know, I was prepared for this. And, uh, you know, when we announced the show, I have good one year and we did a lot of promotions, shooting videos across us with all these athletes. And then I went to Olympia as well, where one week before our show, we did the entire campaign with all these athletes. So it's not like I wasn't familiar. I met these guys, you know, many times before the show. And then obviously Robin was traveling to India with me. Robin actually organized the entire show and the whole, he was the main in charge of all the ops and uh, the event flow. So Robin was dealing with the, all of these guys during Olympia. He, he goes to me, Shiru, don't worry, I got you. And let me deal with these athletes. You just concentrate on putting the good show. That's what happened. And, you know, he's been uh, ever since those days, he's been 
a great friend, a great mentor, and a, a great leader, which I got a lot to learn. On well, daily basis. You know, I've talked to plenty, some of those athletes, and they say that you put on probably the best show. And a lot of it is because you care about the athlete. They're not just being, you know, shuttled to one room, warming up and going out there. You actually cater to some of the athletes and you actually make them feel worthy. So please talk about, you know, we, we can, anybody, a lot of people can put on a bodybuilding show, but not everybody can put on a Shiro Classic. Because I think athletes are stars and uh, uh, bec- the sport exists because of athletes and they should be given more respect, more love and more affection. And at the same time, more marketing as well in order to interact with, you know, their fans. What I do when athletes come to India, we put a security in charge. We put uh, uh, in charge in terms of running the marketing campaign. We gave them manager. They have the full schedule for three days. And, uh, you know, when you treat athlete with respect to giving them manager, giving them security, making sure their three-day plan is there, they're making sure their plan and uh, interaction time with media is there. And then, you know, you holding all the fans aside to make sure they come in on a red carpet and then photo ops facility that makes them feel very, very special. And that sort of experience they never had. And interesting thing is uh, Indian fans are very passionate, you know, and uh, they love bodybuilding. So when they go to India, they feel very special and they feel like celebrities. And we we spike it up, you know, with uh, like a cherry in a glass of champagne to make it taste much better. So that's what we good at, and that's what I realized because I come from a marketing background as well as a, a MBA student, and uh, I think uh, my my experiences in terms of business school also uh, helped me a lot in uh, creating a brand value in, in in creating a market space which was never tapped in before. Okay, now now we're gonna hop into something a little bit more serious now. Um, and this is no way to uh, cause any dissension or anything like that. It's just stuff that I'm noticing. Um, in the last three months, we've lost a bunch of young bodybuilders. And, um, and, and the reason why I think about that, because I was, you know, friends with some of them and, and I'm also in, involved in the military and we're losing a bunch of them at younger ages. And I think a lot of it is because, as we get older, we're not really taking care of our health. You know, yeah. we're not really worried about our heart, you know, our inflammation in our bodies. So I definitely wanted to talk about, you know, as we get older, how can we start taking care of our bodies to make sure that we live longer and enjoy life? I think uh, people need to be honest to themselves and never, uh, you know, they can be mentally strong enough, but their bodies are not. So they need to find a right balance and not to push limits to an extent where, you know, they deteriorate their health. I think a regular uh, health checkups are very, very important. I'll recommend every three months. And, uh, you know, you are right that few young athletes, they lost their life. And I've been a fan of, uh, you know, a couple of them like George Peterson and Cedric yeah. McMillan, yeah. Uh, you know, Flex Roden. Uh, it's been really sad. Uh you know what happened but my recommendation if you if you uh, you know ask me once you cross 30 35 years of age you need to 
be more vigilant in terms of uh, you know healthy lifestyle do not push your limits uh, obviously if your body allows you and do consult your doctor everything you do especially in relation to your body and your uh, you know uh, obviously now science uh, is developing uh, you know i mean more and more innovative products are there in the market more and more new products are there in the market but uh, you know at the end of the day without consulting the doctor you should not put anything in your body uh, once you are above a certain age you know okay so now um you know of course i had to do my due diligence before i knew i was going to be talking to you you're not the average bodybuilder that's eaten 15 pounds of meat a day so mm -hmm. you 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 eat a lot of vegetables you don't eat many times a day so talk to us a little bit about that cuz that's that's a little bit opposite of everything we think we know about bodybuilders i'm a vegetarian i've been vegetarian all my life uh, all I started is egg whites, uh, which is last year in August, uh, because I feel that whey protein, uh, even uh, like a couple of times a day, because it also have uh, artificial content and sugars and all that, I want to cut that off as well. But I have been vegetarian all my life. It helped me a lot to maintain a healthy lifestyle because I... My day start with a early hour 4 a.m. meditation, you know, uh, that kind of set me up uh, mentally. And uh, in life, my experiences are in order to achieve anything, you have to be, you know, mentally strong and you should be able to, you know, live within yourself to an extent that, uh, you know, you have control over the entire body entire you know uh, the doings what you do during the day and during you know entire lifespan as well but uh, coming back to your question yes uh, i only eat one to two meals a day solid meals and then i have one or two shakes the reason uh, why i do that i don't i'm not competing and uh, i don't want to put something in my body when i don't need it i know you know exactly how many calories my you know, body is burning based upon my metabolic rate. I, I, I maneuver my diet. Uh, my average, uh, you know, uh, calorie intake is not more than 2,500 calories a day, even though I'm weighing at 245 to 248 pounds uh, all year around. But uh, uh, that's also because I have heavy bone structure. Uh, so, you know, I, <clears throat> even though when I was competing, you know, I was uh, getting most of my protein intake from whey protein and, you know, a uh, couple of days a week from tofu and all the vegetable proteins. And I was able to do pretty well, uh, which many people thought is not possible. But I was able to, uh, you know, do and contain it because I was always visualizing in my mind. That's how I'm going to look. And believe me, power of mind is, is a miracle. It can... It can make you do so many things which will not have any scientific backup. And uh, it all starts from meditation as well. And this, this, I will personally, you know, recommend every youngster, every adult to start meditating because 
that's something which will help you evolve as a uh, human and it will uh, activate your consciousness when your consciousness is activated uh, which means that you you are navigating between right and wrong you should be able to analyze what's right and wrong and you should be man enough to understand that what is right and what is wrong all right so now do you have your own supplement line no sir i don't have my supplement line because i'm a iabb pro league promoter uh, i put the expose where i have different uh, you know supplement brands and the companies who are my customers so uh, from the business standpoint it doesn't make business sense for me to compete against my customers you know okay now you know because you said you do some protein shakes so i didn't know if there's any companies out there that you wanted to give a big shout out to that's why i asked you that a question. big shout out to my friends uh, you know at redcon one uh, you know aaron singerman singerman yeah is uh, you know my great friend since last so many years uh, when he used to be a media guy you know went to india i took him to india you know and ever since then we've been great friends and uh, he's always supporting military guys and obviously i use redcon one protein i use j cutler's uh, cutler nutrition and also infinite labs so big shout out to three brands uh, you know which i use on day to day basis obviously all brands are good but these are my favorite ones yep as a matter of fact before we came on i actually had one of the mre bars the oh. banana mre bars from from redcon one all right Amazing. so now i'm a big guy you know i i love to talk about mindset and I love that you said that you meditate, you know, in the morning. Like for me, I meditate every morning. And I found out that if you want to have a successful day, you have to have a good morning routine and a good evening routine. Yeah. So what is Sharu's routine? Uh, uh, you mean the morning one? Yeah, morning and, and before you go to bed. Morning is like I wake up, um, you know, 3.50 to 4 a.m. and then 4.30 I'm up uh, meditating. And from then onwards, my, you know, uh, India is nine and a half hours behind from U.S. Six o'clock, my day start with certain phone calls back home in India because I want to catch up on work before the office close back home in India, which is 6 p.m. So by the time I, my call start is 3.30 p.m. in India and 6 a.m. in the U.S., where I'm able to, you know, uh, get on few phone calls, Zoom meetings in order to make sure I'm updated with all the, you know, day-to-day uh, uh, -day activities back home in India. And then, obviously, my 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 breakfast time is around 7.30, first me uh, meal, which is, um, you know, oats and, uh, you know, protein shake with my supplements. And then my day start and I go to gym, I work out and I have office in gym only. And then my whole day's activities are operated from my gym office. Um, my meal is mostly in the afternoon, 2 to 2.30 uh, p.m. And then, you know, any meetings I do, I'm either in gym or in New York City if I have to come. And then uh, my, my, you know... Uh, Day, obviously, uh, finish around, I'll say, 8 p.m. And uh, with my last meal of protein shake and, you know, then I'm off to bed again, you know. But uh, 
if I travel a lot as well, if I'm not traveling, this is my routine. If I'm traveling, obviously, I have to do certain promotions. I have to be in certain cities, certain state, uh, you know, sitting with the sponsors, making sure they are happy, the deliverance is there and the team meetings, uh, you know, I'm able to attend. But uh, my if I'm in U.S., I follow a very strict pattern in terms of, you know, uh, being disciplined, getting up early and uh, making sure I'm in control over of my life. Okay, but now you also said that you're a husband, and you and of course, a lot of guys and girls, you know, we're all about business, but we don't make time for our significant other. Me, I got a beautiful bride, and I got three, three beautiful children, so I make sure I make time for them. So talk to us about making time for your significant others. I think uh, family is the biggest blessing, and it's very, very important for us to balance everything and take a life as a, a cake and every pie is important for us. Uh, yes, we should be uh, passionate. We should be uh, very motivated towards our work and towards, you know, what we want to achieve in life. But if we bring anything to this world, if we bring life to this world, which means our kids, we should be responsible enough to make sure they are happy there needs are fulfilled and at the same time you guide them as a mentor as a father as a mother and helping them grow as a, a good human because uh, school is a uh, i mean family house is a first school for every individual and what we learn at home first will always lay the foundation for our character not only you know for us but in generations to come as well so it's very very important for us to make sure the, the, our responsibilities are, you know, uh, taken care, uh, you know, when it, it comes to upbringing of our kids. And uh, even though you doesn't matter how busy you are, you should dedicate time. Like, small example, I've been away for almost uh, three and a half weeks, uh, you know, in India and back-to-back -back shows in India and Italy. So um, my kids were in Switzerland and we have planned to, come to Italy so they came to our show in Italy and then from there I took a few days off to make sure I, I followed them in vacation and have a good family time so I mean uh, doesn't matter how busy I am I make sure I never miss my uh, kids birthday no matter what I'm always you know here in America for their birthday and doesn't matter how busy the life is I'm always uh, you know involved and evolve uh, you know uh, always presence in their life. I love it. So how do we find you? How do we support you? How do we support your mission? My website is www.sheruclassicworld.com uh, My Instagram account is Sheru Classic Official. Uh, it's a blue tick account and also Sheru Classic Instagram. We are on every social media platform, either it's Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, uh, you know, YouTube, Instagram, we are everywhere. Uh, we are present in four countries, which is India, USA, UK, Colombia, Italy, and Mexico. And uh, we're aiming to enter a few more regions as well uh, by end of this year. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, if you need any information in terms of sponsorship or being participating in our expo, you can always dm me on instagram or always email me my email is very simple shiru at shiruclassic.com and uh, i almost uh, reply to everyone we have a good social media team and uh, a back-end team handling all my work so 
doesn't matter whoever message they will always get a reply back and i try myself to reply most of the messages myself i love it i can't wait to get down there and check out your gym and hang out for a little bit sure i just want to say thank you my friend um it's been a long time coming and i was looking so looking forward to this interview and you did not disappoint thank you so much my friend and thanks for having me and i'm looking forward to see you in our gym very very soon i will my friend guys so make sure you check out Sheru, Sheru Classic, total class act. If you love bodybuilding, his Instagram account is truly amazing. He's got some great stuff going on there. So definitely check him out. Guys, like I said, I want to thank our sponsor, Physics Zero. Thank you for keeping keeping me going. I love you guys. And like Oprah Winfrey says, if you want to help yourself, help somebody else. So try to be good to each other and help help somebody today. I love you guys. Have a happy 4th of July. Stay safe. And remember, vertical momentum. The only way to go is but. All right, Sheru. Have a great week, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you, man. Thank you for joining us today. Please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.